0: Hello, welcome to episode number 317 of the Luck Podcast. I am your host, Simon Head. Sad news today, or sad news this week, uh, Mr. Dallas Good passed away of the Sadie's. Um, yeah, I mean, the Sadie's obviously a huge, important part in the Toronto and Canadian music scene, but... Um, he's, Dallas has collaborated with literally hundreds of people in this business, and he's actually a good, so if you ever heard of the Good Brothers, he's the son of a good, so yeah, sad days, sad days, and uh, condolences to family, in, in fact, it was a funny thing, because I was trying to get Dallas on the show maybe like four or five years ago, and um, <clears throat> it was all coming up, you know, <laughs> with the, like typically, where they, you know, they don't really reply, and that's fine, you know, listen. This is, you know, otherwise this would be a different podcast because I'd have to do the, you know, the saddest podcasts that I've done, which maybe five or six of them where people actually have died. And um, it's not a fun time to do, but I figure it's important to do. But Dallas should get his due in, in the Canadian music scene and for for what he's inputted in and and all that good stuff. Man, Shadow Man from Shadow Planet, you know, all that. So anyways. Rest in peace, Dallas. This podcast is brought to you in part by AIXPDSP.com. Get affordable and useful plugins. Get the IC Intuition Compressor, which is a compressor that gives you a clear and intuitive visual display that shows exactly what is happening to your audio at all times. Click the link in the description for more information. I'm thinking about relaunching Amazon uh, for my affiliate plan, but hey... Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. But if you want to support my work on a monthly basis, you can go to patreon.com slash You can pledge as much as you want on a monthly basis uh, to help with hosting and gas fees. And you can cancel anytime. And um, yeah, there's obviously a couple of people still hanging on for all these years. And I appreciate that. Thank you, everybody. But if you want to help out, you know, two bucks a month doesn't, doesn't it goes a long way. Believe me you want to buy some stuff, go to applelike.ca shop. <clears throat> Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Give it five stars, please. Like and share on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash And follow me on Twitter at SimonHead666 and Instagram. Today on the show, I have Tina Velpa, who is the lead singer and the founder of the band, The Cryptics. Cryptics are actually on tour right now. They're traveling all over North America. uh, Not Canada, but traveling throughout the States, playing shows uh, in a van. Um, If you tuned into my last episode, it was about a a documentary. It was with a documentary called Why Are We Doing This? I think these two episodes kind of... what do they say dovetail nicely together uh tino obviously has been around for a bunch of years and has always made music and, and he's a lifer he's a person that always wants to keep creating and keep moving forward keep making music at at any cost so uh i think i mentioned it towards the end of the episode i really appreciate the things that guys like tino the, the things they do to keep the wheels of, of punk rock rolling That sounds sounds catty, but it's true. I mean it. Thanks, Tino, for doing it. And everybody, please put your proverbial hands together for a third time visit. Mr. Tino Valpa on the Outlive Podcast. So, what's happening? You're on tour. Uh, that's that's excellent. what I do know.
1: Yes, yep. Uh, cryptics are out for three months right now, doing that. Um, and uh, yeah, it's pretty much uh, the pretty much the entirety of the winter. It started January first, and it uh, it really won't end and we we really won't be home and done with everything until uh, sometime in May. Jesus, it's a long tour just a bit
0: yeah is it (laughs) just you or is everybody in the van sleeping what's happening
1: no i am i am actually in a uh rental car right now i'm i'm uh this is a day off uh i'm going to my dad's uh who lives in georgia since i can since we have time off so uh good chance to see him
0: yeah i saw Uh, like one day off one day off today
1: yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, well, actually now we have two days off, um, which was totally not the intention. We're, we're, you know, as far as the scheduling goes, we should have had zero, but, um, we've had, a you know, a few things along the schedule that didn't end up panning out or promoters that totally blew it. Um, you know, how the annoying shit goes. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's, uh, that's what we're dealing with, with these next two days. Uh, but I'll turn it into a good thing and, and, and get a chance to, uh, to go up here to Georgia and see him. So I can't complain.
0: Yeah, touring, you book your own tours, right? Oh, yes. So that's always the problem is that you're you're busy trying to book and book and book and book. And then you got to play them. And then it's tough to follow up with um, just trying to make sure that everybody's in place. I, I had that same. It's the same thing I had like in the 90s. Just Traveling around, only there was no smartphones or uh internet,
1: yeah. Um, it must have been unbelievably horrific. Like, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, like, no yeah, GPS,
0: you no know, uh, no, no port, no phones. Like, we would just show up at a place and say, uh, is the show on and I'd be like, nah, the guy moved. Like, oh, fuck. I guess we're done.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I would be. I would be not a happy camper.
0: No, it's no. We did um, we did the book your own fucking life tours um, back in the day. Maximum Rock and Roll had this thing. Was every basement in America uh, you could play in? You travel all over and just book it like two weeks out and say, hey, we're in uh, we're in L.A. We're gonna be in Florida in two weeks. Uh, maybe we could play there.
1: My God, only only two weeks out.
0: Oh yeah, like it was loose. Like <laughs> it was loose. Once wow. I caught uh, I got Mono on tour in LA and I had to we had to play in Florida and we were in Los Angeles so we canceled everything stayed in Los Angeles as long as we possibly could so I could try to recuperate and then we drove straight across America to play in Florida stopping only in like New Orleans to look around and then when we showed up at the gig we were that amount of time we spent in New Orleans late for the gig so we drove all the way across America and had no show,
1: dude. <laughs> dude. Oh my God! That just that's that that'll just suck the life out of you. It's
0: the way it goes. <laughs> it's the way it went. And you know, and you know, it's 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 still kind of there by the sounds of it, but only on different different levels, right? Like that type of like relying on people who really don't have their shit together to put together a show for you, a professional touring group and you're, you got your faith in them, right?
1: Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there's a lot of good people that, 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 uh, make that, make the faith in them uh, easy to have. And then there's other people that just totally blow it up. Especially the people that blow it. You know, I check in even even though there's like almost ninety shows in this tour, like I check in and I stay on top of these people and and, and uh the the few that, that that don't pan out and it's just damn man, like I d I don't know I don't know how much more I could do from my end.
0: Yeah. No, I get it. I totally understand. And you know, being you know, kinda of like the frontman of the band as well as being the booking agent, I can only imagine the amount of stress that it puts you through. To be able to um, put this type of stuff together, I'm sure your bandmates totally get it, right?
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't think anybody truly will firsthand understand until they have done something like that, like how much work it actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, then, when you then when you then as you said, when you when you factor in the fact that also being in the band performing. And uh, and also now, managing social media and stuff too, which that's a whole other job in itself. Like all of these things, um, all of these things just bounce off each other, and it's 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 uh, it's mental pinball all day, every day, um, in the most organized fashion I can possibly do it, and be remaining as composed as I possibly can. But yeah, it's 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 absurd. It's an it's an absurd amount of work, uh, like. At times, I'm just like, this is, like, there was a lot of, like, over the summer and the spring and the fall when I was booking this, I mean, there was, like, times I'm just like, fuck, man, I like, I I don't know how this is going to get pulled off, but it is, it is, luckily, but I'm just, it was just, there was just so much going on, and that's only three things, booking, playing, and all that. We had a, we're recording, we're shooting videos, I'm writing, I'm demoing, we're doing this, we're doing that, like, I, uh
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it does help you later in life like how old are you you're in your are you in your how old are you how old am i how old are you, you i tell
1: me first i'm mean, gonna you. say
0: you're 31 close
1: pretty much spot on 32
0: 32 that is yeah, that is 32. a good good time in life to start um, yeah pulling shit together that is a good time in life to start understanding like hey man like this is this is uh it's you know you're a lifer now. It's official. Can't get out of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah. There's there's definitely no getting out of it at this point. Um. So now it's 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 digging in properly, trying to do this better and better, make more sense of this, and just do this. Try to do this better than the best I can, because that's the only way it's going to yeah. improve.
0: You know, sometimes there is something to be said about having someone taking the reins in certain types of elements, like booking. Uh, I'm not saying managing, but booking shows is a very important. It's as you can, you've already said, it's a very important part, and it's very time consuming. Um, like, how hard would it be just to get a booking agent for you?
1: It's a good question. Uh, um. Well, here's my 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 synopsis on that is that anybody that's doing that or 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 anybody that that would would be doing that or would be doing any form of work for us for any re- like I'd want to make sure it needs to be done right. And and I would I would love to have a booking agent. Yeah. Love to. But it would have to be a Progressive move. It, I I don't want I don't want someone that kinda knows what they're doing that is you know that has maybe done a couple DIY tours and has a couple of small connections here and there because like I I already have that. I've been doing this for a long time. Like it would need to be someone who's connected that can get us because we've done a lot of very cool direct support tours and stuff like that just on our own through not being connected. By anyone and and like someone that could could establish that on a regular basis and have I would oh my god I would dream of that because that would just take at least one big piece of the puzzle off of me um, so I could focus on the other aforementioned things. I mean I I would love that and I'm I'm very open to that but it it just has to be something that makes sense and that is will will help us to the next step and not keep us stagnant.
0: No, I, I can totally relate to that for sure. And you guys have already done all the footwork. Why put someone in and take a step backwards? I totally get that. But um, would you think? I mean, do you book other bands, or would this be something you do later on? And like you know, as well as maybe because you're making some great was, contacts, right?
1: I yeah, I, I was booking other bands, um, and I you know I still I still technically have a booking agency um but uh, my my roster has has dropped uh to the point of where i'm just i'm just using it for my own stuff at this point and because i i do not i do not have the time uh, the, the more the, as as the months and the years pour on i'm just like i'm just like dude there's just there's just not enough hours in the day to have all these bands and a solo project and a record label and a booking agency and work and like, dude, like, it's just, it's just, so, so yes, I was doing that for a bit. Um, I ended up joining the bands. I ended up joining several of the bands that I was doing the booking (laughs) for because they, they, they needed a drummer. (laughs) Um, so, so it was like, that that you know it it inherently ended up even making me even busier than i already am on top of the booking and then joining other bands so it's like and i'm not i'm not bummed that that happened you know i'm glad it happened it's a good experience but uh but it was just like yeah it's 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 a lot so i i don't i do not see myself doing that at any point for any other bands i'm kind of i'm kind of out of that um i don't you know I, i i don't mind doing it but it's there's just not enough time in there's just yeah. not enough
0: time Yeah. No, I get it. I mean another solution would be to bring someone under your wing that works off commission using all your contacts that you can boss around like a home base and then that way, you know, you can kind of train this person up to be, you know, your agent of sorts, you know, and not just your agent, but other an agent for other groups based on your good name, you know, right? Like that's that that could work.
1: It it uh, something like that could be an idea but um i and i've i've gone over the idea of something like that but as a business model right now it doesn't really work because i'm not at the point where i'm taking home money from these things that i'm doing i'm not i'm not i'm not making a living off what i'm doing not even close so 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 i could do that but it would be out of my own pocket and and at at this point i mean i'm already going out of pocket for to support all these you know everything we make and record and film and put out and all that and so like i I would rather i I would rather save that money and have it be done right by me than like pay to have someone do exactly what i'm doing that has no connections to like bring us to the next step
0: yeah i'm only trying to help man
1: (laughs) no dude i feel you man like I, i i i really agree and like Honestly, it, it, I, I'm not far away from entertaining the idea of doing of that, even if I'm paying someone regularly just out of pocket because of how unmanageable things are getting. Yeah. Like you, you know, I, I would I would love to be to be managed, and just to have someone someone whose sole whose sole job it is is to look out for our best interest into to, whether it's booking, whether it's managing stuff like that. Yeah, uh, be great. But um, you know, at this time. Having paying someone to do that on a business sense doesn't make sense because we're not acquiring enough to, to, mm. to fund that. But I mean,
0: it's a tricky I next know, step, but... man. It's tricky getting over to the next level of um, being like a you know, uh, whatever they financially po- uh, positive or even neutral um, situation. I get it. I mean, every tour I've ever been on has lost money, every one of them. One of them. I can't imagine, I can't they, even think of one. I've done it even broke even you know
1: exactly you know and and we've we've been fortunate enough to to i mean when we when we started i mean it was heavy heavy loss like i'm i'm paying out of pocket for gas just to get to the next place i mean like it was bad really bad and um we we, we've it's it's snowballed enough to to a level um, where, where, what we're doing is definitely paying for itself at this point. So like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm losing personal money because of things we're doing recreationally and, and, uh, in meals that I'm buying or food that I'm buying at stores and stuff like that. Just, just to just stuff that I need to do to survive while leaving and, and, and not making any personal income. So I am losing money to do this, but I'm all but the the band itself is basically covering its own tracks which is nice and and i also don't even know like like i'm gonna go to the grocery store and buy food whether i'm in mississippi or whether i'm in new hampshire so i don't really know if that if i can count that as a tour loss because uh, you know i need to eat every day anyways yeah yeah
0: for sure for sure so um so yeah touring touring in america how, how's it been now that the um limitations and you know things are uh, lightening up how's how's it feeling down there
1: shitty like like (laughs) it's just the same crap um uh i'm not seeing any wild influx of people that are starving for music that are that are that are coming out that are the, the, where it's a where it's a dramatically higher turnout than before. I mean, I'm not seeing that at all. Mm. I'm not seeing that, and and that's just not not just in my my circle, but like I'm not I'm not really seeing that with other bands. But I'm not really seeing that with headliners. I mean, things are kind of things are kind of where they were at before all this started, like to a degree, if not worse. So it's it's I I'm it's not. You know, it's, it's nothing, nothing to uh, nothing to be stoked on, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, because I know everybody was like, hey, once things open up, we're just it's going to be gangbusters. Everybody's going to be, uh, you know, <clears throat> jumping in line to get into it. Like, because I, I work at a, commi- a theater, regionally run theater, <clears throat> in yeah. just north of Toronto. And we're told, oh, it's going to be crazy, man. And then we opened up 100%, like I think just before New Year's. And we had a show that would normally sell out, do 50%. And it's you know it's like uh, okay because people are scared you know I get it people are you know people aren't really yeah. excited and I think an age group too that's our age group is older but I think I think even younger kids are still just going to be as apathetic about music and their uh, and their lives and they now than they were two years ago, right?
1: Exactly and 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 the more apathetic and the more casual they are about this, the more they're going to love the pandemic because they it's just another excuse for them to not do anything. And <laughs> And there's, there's a lot of people that love this, like, yeah. and it's weird to say, but there's a lot of people who are eating this up with a spoon that, that are, they're, they're, it's wonderful. They don't all, all they have to do is, is net that That's all they have to do. And, uh, and it's easy. It's very, it's too easy. So, uh, that, that doesn't help turnouts either. You get the real lazy, casual people that, that, uh, they really don't care. Of course they're not going to turn up. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's it's uh you know and i i definitely seem like a you know i definitely seem like a huge pessimist here well i mean i am i expect nothing
0: you're living like it I, dude I there's no yeah i mean you're actually living yeah. it right now so you are a perfect uh um voice to be you know to be listened to on this type of absolutely because you're yeah. one of the first bands that i've seen that's actually going out and really making a go of it although i'm not really in great you know entrenched in the scenes but i mean anymore but it feels like you guys are the ones that sort of sort of getting out there and trying to make it, you know, trying to get back to normalness,
1: right? Yeah. I mean, you know, I've seen, I've seen the, you know, there's definitely a ton of bands on tour, but uh, I haven't seen a lot of bands do anything like really extensive. Um, They've been ever. it seems like everybody's tour poster I look at says like, it's like the the bottom southeast corner of the united states it's, they'll <laughs> hit it for like two weeks because they know that's where shit won't close down which is which is cool i mean cool at least there's somewhere to do it um uh but uh you know it, people are really going nationwide at this point huh? yeah. but uh but but yeah i see like people might go out for a couple weeks here or there but i don't uh i don't see anything that's that's wildly extensive so yeah i mean we've been we've been out here kind of living it doing it and uh, and you know our, 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 and I'm not I'm not saying like inherently all the shows are bad here I mean I, I, I we've had a lot of really fun nights and honestly most most of the shows uh, we do wholeheartedly feel like we've walked away with something and, and even 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 shows that have had low turnouts you know 10 20 people 15 people whatever uh, we've had better experiences connecting with those people it just it, it, there, there's more appreciation in that. So that, that, that's been good. And then when we actually have decent shows that are, that are better attended, that's, that's an even plus our, our bar, our bar is very low. It doesn't take, uh, <laughs> doesn't take much to please us at this point with all the odds against us.
0: Yeah. Well, you still get that Monday through Thursday or Monday through Wednesday, kind of like, kind of like low numbers and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you know what I mean? It turns into like, oh, that's when people want to come out to shows. Like, I used to tour Europe a lot. And it was like, people didn't tour from Europeans, never toured weekdays anymore. Because it was for them, it was a waste of time. Like, well, what do you expect me to do between Monday and Wednesday? Like, I'm, I'm going to be playing shows. So it's the same vibe, right? You still get that same, like, Monday through. Like, no, I'm not going to go see a show. I don't want to see a show. It's Monday. I got to work tomorrow or whatever, you know? And But um, Florida, Florida kind of seems it's a weird anomaly too, right? Because they kind of lifted everything and their numbers went down. Like, that's a weird, like, I don't know how to read into that, like what that means. I'm not a doctor, but it's like, how do you, what do you think?
1: Yeah. um, Florida has actually been one of the more enjoyable areas to do this. Uh, We've had some, some, uh, some, some all ages, uh, some, some very cool all ages shows that, uh people have just poured out I mean like we like out of nowhere like we we you know we played in like Pensacola the other night and uh there were and like we I'm like yeah, just normal attitude we're like oh this is probably gonna be pretty dead you know whatever but um it was a it was a Thursday night and like like 58 uh, kids like like literally all under 20 or 19 all came out through the door and like including bands there was like 75 people. In that room, and it was, it was, I mean, it was Thursday night. Stoked. Like, yeah. cool. Like, that was, that was great. Uh, same, uh, same thing uh, in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida, all, all ages VFW uh, Sunday matinee show. It's like, it was like, I think it was about 70 people through the door. So, including everyone there, there it was, it was almost 100 people. Like, in the, it was, it was, it was awesome. It was, I, I, I wish that everywhere else could be like Florida uh, and, and uh, out having fun and stoked and they were enthusiastic, good audiences, really good audiences. Um, we've we've witnessed, uh, we've had, uh, you know, I'd say the runner up to that would be Texas. That was definitely uh, some good fun there. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I hope that everywhere people just start coming out and embracing it and uh, and living and uh and having a good time because these they, take it from the bands this is what makes us happy this is this is what makes us want to come back and and so so yeah. you know do something build build your scene get your scene back out get your scene doing things um uh, and uh it, it's worth it it's all, it's, it's all worth it
0: yeah that was that was that was a question i was going to have about scenes because every city has a scene um, and it's generally, like, an age group of people between, like, late teens and late 20s that sort of carries the, the scene, you know, that carries things, like, on where they'll be, you know, come to see a show or they'll have, like, this circle of friends. Is that still a thing, like, in today's society where there's, like, a scene in every city?
1: Um, I... You know i there's i mean obviously not every every city Mm. uh but but there is there is a local scene in in all of your i don't know for for lack of a better word for in your local hubs um there's obviously obviously your big cities yes that that's yeah there's of course there's there's something like that everywhere and then and then yes you have um you know you have your rapid city south dakota scene i mean we 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 uh we 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 played there and then partied with those kids after the show and saw what they were all about and they, yeah they got their own they got their own scene and uh thing going on there uh, same thing in um everywhere omaha des moines uh uh you know oklahoma city uh, every everywhere they've got they've got they've got their own thing going on i mean my like uh, uh, my area, the Greater Dover, New Hampshire area. I mean, there's a scene there of uh, seacoast, uh, seacoast uh, punk-affiliated folks. Whether it's everyone has their own dumb little clique that they shouldn't have, but it's uh, it's uh, you, you know uh, we we own this this group of people only goes to the pop punk shows. This kid's only metal and hardcore. This is you know. And then you get the people that just love it all people love, like the queers and slayer yeah and 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 incendiary and and in, you know they they like it all uh so you get that and so so yeah there's i would say yes there, it definitely still exists in in most places you go most as long as there's a few local bands there's going to be a scene because there's going to be at least a few handfuls of people that are interested in doing this and they put on shows and they go on shows and sometimes you find that in the most random areas. Oh yeah. And and uh, and sometimes those can be some of the best shows.
0: Totally, totally. I, you know, I always like because I used to go to we used to travel across Canada a lot and Calgary had this weird scene. It was like a scene of people that ate brunch together. You know what I mean? It was like this group of people and it was a large group of people. Like you go for breakfast, like thirty people there. You know, and they're all having breakfast wow. together, very communal, right? And that's a kind of, you know what I'm thinking when you're saying, oh, these are the things that carry independent bands like yourself along. Like these are the ones that that become your people, you know? And, you know, and it must be really tough for bands that sort of like kind of quote unquote make it, that they kind of somehow have to try to keep their the scenes that help them um, to, to basically pay them back to be the scene that started things for them you know what I mean like it's a tough transition to become like a uh, I don't know a regional like scene popular band to becoming like a, a an independent record label band even an epitaph band and then having to sort of like you know it, I, I do you kind of know what I'm saying because
1: <laughs> I know. I know exactly what you're saying it, it's tough to it's tough to jump from that level of like okay you know you're locally involved and uh you know, maybe you're now you're regionally involved with, with many different scenes. And then, and beyond that, like in our case, I, I would say that we're like, we're like nationally involved with many, many local scenes uh, that have that's built up over the years, but it, but but I, I totally understand what you're saying, because it's tough, like, it's like, how do you go from that level to being like the next, the next level, which is like a, you know, some sort of national act at some point, you know, as you said, an independent record label band where it's like a little above beyond that. Like you're, you're attracting, you're attracting people that maybe aren't necessarily a part of like the local click per se. Like you may not see them at the most local underground shows, but there, there's a lot of these other people that are interested in like these mid-tier venues and these certain sounds and all that stuff. So it's very it's tough to very tough to jump to that level very tough
0: you mm-hmm. can imagine um,
1: and, and it, it's it's basically it goes back to just knowing something who you know and who you can get connected with and yeah. what uh, who you who, who can book you and what you can do and playing and give you opportunities to play in front of more and more people until you grow yourself
0: yeah and i think i'm just like understanding kind of like the good thing about punk rock and indie rock and things is. There's a level of modesty that I think is, what keeps things real, you know, for the for the less for the average listener. Like uh, the level of modesty, meaning like, hey man, we can still play this small club and rock out a bunch of people. We can also go play the theater down the road, you know, and that's that. And it's very tough. You don't. It just takes a specific type of person or band to be able to allow that and have sort of a welcomeness you know what i mean because there's always going to be like oh i liked them when they were nobodies you know there's always going to be those people you can't get away from those people but there's also the people like i loved them when they were just this band and now they're this massive huge band and i still love them because i they're my band or the band that i want to attribute myself with or align my politics with you know and um yeah, so I mean, one day, right? You know, you never know. You keep you keep schlepping away and keep doing your shows, and and, and you never know what's gonna happen, right? The world's weird.
1: Yeah, and you and you, and you progress, you change. Like we don't like, we we are not we're not, you know, anyone that follows our, our music, they hear change. They hear that things things are are, are different, and they're 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 going they're 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 about to become more different, and, and we're 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 doing there's there's a, such a delicate balance that ties into what you were saying. And that's because, because as you know, when you do something new, regardless of whatever it is, and you know this, you've done this yourself, like you, there, there's no, you can't win with absolutely everybody. You just can't, you, you, cause you're going, if you change, then you changed.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and if you didn't, and if you don't change, then well, you just sound like the last record. This is like the same thing. Yeah. Then so there's, there's a delicate balance between being creative, being different, pushing yourself further, doing something that's going to make sense to your audience and to a new audience, but is also organic to something you truly love. So you're doing something that you love that you wanna do regardless of who listens to it. You're also doing something that's progressive to your sound that makes sense in the current time, in the current climate with your audience and with a newer audience. That's the delicate balance of doing all this. and. Mm-hmm. And it's a big challenge, and um, and that's why a lot of bands, uh, don't um, don't necessarily maybe see any improvement because they uh, they might uh, they might be um, uh, good at maybe necessarily what they do, um, and they may have done a lot of time out there, but maybe what they do. Doesn't really make sense in two thousand twenty-two or whatever year it is, or maybe maybe it's not. Maybe it's an outdated sound. Maybe it's a maybe it's something that uh, an audience doesn't resonate with. But what's if they're being true to what they want to do and they don't want to do anything else, then then that's that's what makes us each different. And that's that that's what it, it's if that, all this ties into what you're saying is like I think that all ties into what makes it different jumping from from one level to the next that that like regionally and and even nationally involved with the local scenes to like oh this is like this is more of a national act now that's all those things tie into what makes it tough to jump from from that point A to that B point
0: mm mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm. and you know what you said about like sticking true to what you feel like if you uh, you know if you have a, an audience of people who like this type of music that you've put out it's sometimes scary to sort of just try to push the boundaries at your level because you've already played this record a hundred thousand times and maybe it resonates with a group of audience but maybe you want to go in this direction and do something else that resonates with you I wonder how many people would come along based on the fact, like, hey, I trust them. I trust them as a band to sort of carry me through along this journey with them. Um, Nobody really actively thinks about that type of stuff. It's like, you know, like I usually, if you put one great record out and then your second record sucks, and then your third record's like the greatest record you've ever done, it's really tough getting that that energy back up, right? Because everybody's like, ah, the second record sucked. And then the third record might be a masterpiece, but it doesn't resonate because you've lost all the people and all the energy of trying to take a risk and a chance in music. And I mean, art should be scary. It should be like, hey, we're doing this and this is nothing that um, that we've done before and we like it. Nothing short of having like, I don't know, uh, an opera singer on your record, you know, or something that completely spoils the broth. That It should be, you should be taking chances, right? exciting you did what you did one um like a jazz record like what was that a couple of years yeah. ago now. that's the first time we met yeah. by the way that's...
1: okay 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 I, I i feel like i recognize your your you and your your <laughs> studio setup i feel like i recognize this so
0: yeah like, yeah we we were on sense, we we got hooked up through uh, i think either melanie k or uh earshot was it earshot
1: oh okay 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 yep that, that could make sense yeah um so uh yeah, I mean I feel like so what you're saying with, with taking risks and, and and bands losing their audiences versus gaining audiences, I think there's at least in my experience, and this has taken years to kind of develop an opinion on this, but this is my opinion on this. I think that bands that 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 push for a sound change, I feel like if you the longer you wait, the less sense it's going to make. Okay. If if uh if um, let's go something I don't know. If uh, if 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 negative approach puts out a new record that sounds like The Smiths, probably too late, dudes. You know, but like if if that was a the transition they made right after in in the earlier years, as time went on, it could be like okay, this band evolved. You can watch the evolution take place. I feel like bands fail a lot when they try to when they wait too long. Even if it's a band that only has two albums out, but say you're a band that's not that productive and you you know you maybe you're a pretty popular band and people love your one or two records, but you waited twenty five years or thirty years to follow it up. Okay, at that point you're known for a certain sound, and if you start start taking any form of jumps or extreme jumps uh, the audience you've built up over <laughs> 2 3 decades is probably not going to be that happy you know what yeah. i mean um, yeah absolutely but on the on the flip side i feel like i feel like in 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 your 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 palette in your in your discography and your creation i feel like if you if you plant the seeds early on and you get to it, and you show, you show your audience, hey, like, this is what I'm about. And you show them over time. I feel like there's something to be said, and I feel like that might be a much better approach. And that's kind of what I'm in the middle of doing. And and, and 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 third, that has to be backed up by a plan. You have to have a plan because, you know, a lot of these bands just get together and they just jam and come up with stuff and they write a record. And like that's cool. Like everyone's got their own way of doing it, but like, like you know. I, I I I I'm more of a like I have a plan and I and, and, and where I wanna be and I and I know what I wanna sound like and but I have so much I like and so much I'm interested in so much that I've written that is in between in in, in the in the on the road of this plan and that that taking that road is what makes art exciting and what makes it exciting for me as a creator, regardless of what comes of it. And and, and that I feel like you have a much better way of, of portraying um, a, a a an appreciate like an appreciable value in your sound. The more you the more you get to it, you know. You don't want to rush it. You're not going to yeah. put out you're going to put out a new record every six months of a completely different sound. It's ridiculous. But like you evolve into it properly, and and and, and you know they hear the seeds of where you're coming from over time and I feel like that that's a much healthier way to go about it and that's if you have a plan and most bands don't have a plan they're just like uh what do we do next oh I don't know dude like I don't fucking work like that no to me that's ridiculous that's the old era
0: yeah that's the old way that's the way like the 90s and 80s was like hey man if we just make a record people are gonna love it and then we can do whatever we want 70s was actually way more experimental with stuff like that where people were like waiting for (laughs) Like a Pink Floyd album to come out, they're like, "Whoa, that's the different. That's what makes you know, that's what makes them so unique and, and things like that." But you know, it's interesting you said because I work with a band from the '80s, and uh, they put out singles in 1984, and they had like multi-platinum record releases. And now in 2022, it's it's obviously the fire is not like everything is like a casino or a or a rib fest or so you know, it's not like the excitement is like about the old 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 music. Now they're writing this whole new right. record and this guy who's the lead singer he's very very eclectic and a very very good songwriter and he's that's all he's done his whole life is made made you know made music and he's been a DJ and things. Now work with another band from the 90s who put out this record that was a huge Canadian success and then they put a couple more records out, broke up for a while and a couple, they seem to have sort of kept that balance cuz they put a really good new record out. Like you never can actually even if you had a plan it's, it's sometimes the plan doesn't work, right? Like it just doesn't work. You can try to execute it. now the question is how flexible and how willing are you ready to pivot just in case things need to move if it's not working out as to plan?
1: I mean, I always remain, I always remain flexible. Uh, I always remain to me, to me, a good artist always, always has their mind open. Um, And, I'm open to interpretation and results of interpretation and and, and whatnot. Um, I, I have I have a steadfast plan and it is and it is currently in motion but but um, but I'm open to yeah I'm open to uh, I'm just I'm just I'm just open because you, you have to be if you're not open to to uh, to feedback and criticisms or changes or or, or, or or not changes, you know if you're not open to, to, to living through the results of what you do, then like, I don't, like you're, you're too headed, and you're, you're not, you're not going to, you're not going to resonate properly with your audience or people in general. If you're just like, this is, it is exactly how I, you know, you gotta, there has to be some form of compromise and do I compromise like a ton? No, but do, will I, do I compromise enough for things to make sense? Absolutely. Like I'm, I'm kind of willing to do whatever it takes to make things work. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So a 90 day tour, how, how, how's health been? Everything good? Everything working out?
1: Health has been great, man. I feel, I feel better now than I did as a little kid. I've changed a lot about my life. Um, and I, I feel excellent. I've never had so much energy on the road. Um, uh or anywhere really. Uh and I cannot complain. It's been it's been wonderful.
0: It's great. Well, you know, whenever you want to come to Canada, there's always a couch here. And uh we'll uh-huh. find a show for you somewhere. And uh
1: well, appreciate man, it man. Yeah man. It's <laughs> that-
0: you know, I, yeah, I really do appreciate bands that still do it, man. Like it's it is a thing that I feel like and I know, you know man, cuz I I you know, I I've toured. I've toured hard in times, you know. And 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 I've almost died on tour and I and I watch bands that do it today and I go that's fucking amazing, you know. It's not like, "Well, oh, back in my day, we didn't have you know, I did say that. We didn't have the internet." But I'm I'm so appreciative that people can now like use everything to do what you do to the advantage rather than like a crutch or some sort of like cuz a lot of people are saying this, and you—I'm sure you've heard it. Oh, I'm not gonna tour anymore. i just gonna put records on Spotify and make my money that way. Like people say that. It's like, no, dude, you still yeah. have to go, and you still have to tour, and you still have to put the work in. Because if you don't, then you're just a fucking poser. Like,
1: <laughs> it, like, he, I, I don't, I do, I just don't understand being a musical artist and not wanting. to do this i just don't under i i I feel like one people are too caught up in their own personal lives to where they need their 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 house and their their regimen and they need their like jesus christ like try something different like what are you so what do you need to do at home so importantly every single day the same way every single day i mean like really like you can't you can't go to like some other cities and like have fun and play music that you wrote that you want people to hear like are you crazy like i don't i don't understand people needing that kind of convenience i mean especially touring in the u.s jesus christ i'm going to stay at a hotel there is there is a pool there there is a gym there there is a tv there there is internet there there is there is all sorts of stuff i mean i this is like like i've toured man i've been to so many places i appreciate i mean can appreciate this a lot but this is this i, I just i just don't understand that um and i and i i uh, from a financial aspect just putting out records and making money that way is hilarious because i mean unless you're doing extremely well then that's not going to happen for you whatsoever <laughs> uh and the times that merch sells and records sell and anything sells at the shows and even if you are a mid to decent size or large band i mean hello like you don't want to make your guarantees like this not that where isn't that where like the bulk of the money comes in i mean come on like yeah. that. You that's that's a no-brainer that's a it's yeah. a it's a no-brainer and uh, and go ahead and, you know and sorry and i, I was going to say and even more so like you know god forbid like being a band even even the smaller to mid-level national band that can even if you can pack a smaller room where having just people know your songs and people oh god that's like like uh, you know uh, i've had very little pockets of that here and there and, and when, when it happens i mean it's it's the best feeling in the world i mean bands that can have that like every day like i don't know how you're not doing this Me, me and my drummer talk about that all the time like i don't know how those bands aren't doing this 300 days a year like it's like <laughs> It's it's an honor to play for people that care. Like, that's all we ask. That's all we care. If I, I get stoked, when very little happens, like let alone like people that have a, a, a room full of people that know your, your, your catalog and know, and know, like, Oh, my God, that's, that's enough drive to make me do this. It's somehow more than I already do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, have you seen the Why Am I Doing It documentary? Uh, t- uh, a film about touring. It's on YouTube. Um, it's about bands uh, in, it, I... it's got interviews with like the band Bismarcky actually that put it together. They uh, it's one guy Eric Fundingslin, um, put this whole thing together over the period of five years, and uh, it's it's fascinating because <laughs> it, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. It's the exact same thing. You know, uh, Al- Steve Albini's interviewed in it. You should see it. It's actually. It's. It, I watched it and I'm like, oh my god, it's exactly what happened. You know what I mean? This is what happens. Still, you know.
1: Yeah, man, that's. Uh, I've heard of it, and I think I even maybe saw a quick like snippet of a trailer or an advertisement from it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um,
0: Recommended viewing for yeah. touring bands, and also for people thinking about touring. And I interviewed actually Eric a couple of weeks ago, the guy who was director of the of, of the movie. And he's like mid-30s, you know? And he's like, I just started touring late in life. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Like, because that's a young man's sport, really, when you think about it, right? Like, if, if, if you're in your 20s and you tour, you're much easier to sleep on floors, and it's easier for doing things, you know what I mean? But uh, you know, as you sure. get older, things get a little tougher, you know? But he's like, Yeah, I started touring and I think he said like early thirties or he that was his first real tour that he did. Wow. That's amazing. Like I love it. And it's sort of like, you know, what the way he sort of put it is like, yeah, we're like it's like if you went on a golf trip or you went on a you know, on a on a sort of like on a trip with your buddies, you know what I mean? Like that's exactly how they treat it. And I got that's so cool. And maybe a real touring guy like yourself might think that is a bit beer league, as they say, but I think it's fucking great. I think it's great that they're like experiencing that.
1: No, oh, that's. I mean, there, there's. It, it's all what's up here. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what 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 your ID says. You know. You you you. Uh, there's no right or wrong time to do this. Um, and and I, I actually think that's even cooler because there's this uh, there's this uh. Societal mentality of oh you know I'm I'm gonna do this while I'm young while I can. It's like well do you plan on killing yourself? <laughs> like do you like 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 what what do you do you plan on like uh you know what do you plan on happening where you can't do this? You know what I mean? They're like it's just a someone's more free when they're willing to do this. You know starting to do this in their early thirties like that's rad. That's like yeah. that's super rad. I think that's that's fantastic and uh, hopefully hopefully the uh the dude has uh good experiences and uh and keeps doing it at least at least on the occasion.
0: Um, yeah. No, I totally agree. I mean, for me, if someone said you want to go uh, on tour for uh, 90 days uh, I view it. Sorry, you're cutting out. <laughs> sorry dude. You're you, you cutting out. There you go. I think you're back.
1: You back? Oh, okay. There you go. Um it, yeah. And uh and yeah uh, on top of that it's like it, it, it what he's saying is not wrong either. I mean, you're yeah, you're you're out on a trip with with your friends and and you you have you have at least that to look forward. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's really, uh, yeah, but to, um, it, so it it's it's really it's really a win-win. Uh um, yeah. A it, lot of people maybe don't have that mindset, so yeah. it's, everybody's different.
0: I think you're driving into a weird zone, because you're starting to get a little warbly. I was like, wow, the internet's been so good, and all of a sudden it was like... Zr-zr-zr-zr. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. But, um, man, I, I while we're still... I think we might get cut off. But, um, but yeah, I uh, I really appreciate people that do the things you guys do. Uh, I, I can totally under totally relate to the to the way of it. um, and you know, it's good seeing people out there doing the for the lack of better term, the Lord's work. <laughs> I think you I think you cut uh-huh. out
1: <laughs> <laughs> right
0: so um no, I hear, you, So let's you know, let's get back in touch again towards the end of this tour, and maybe let's reconnect and. Let me know how it went and then we'll, uh, you know, talk again in a month or so or a couple of months. Cause this is, I like this story. It's good. I like the fact that people are getting back out there and doing stuff and living life and trying to forget what happened over the past two years, you know? So for sure, absolutely. Let's, let's keep in touch, man. I I appreciate you and I appreciate you guys, what you guys are doing.
1: All Thanks a lot, man. That, that means a lot. And, uh, yeah, let's talk in a few months and, uh, and i'll recap this whole thing for you let her know how the how the whole uh pr- pretty much every area in the country is doing we'll we'll uh we'll, uh, we'll definitely reconnect awesome brother okay let's drive safe okay Good. Cool. thank you man
0: mr tino valpa lead singer from the band the cryptics on tour uh all those tour dates will be in the description I think he's about halfway through right now and i hope to have a nice conversation in may when he gets back off that tour think about that you know people go away. <laughs> i don't know they're going off to war they go away and then they don't come back for like three months four months and you go how is it and it's like, oh, all right that's that's what i used to do come back after months and months of touring so, anyways, thank you so much, and please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Please don't forget to like and, uh, and share on Facebook and Instagram too by going to uh, facebookcom um Instagram, oh yeah, Twitter Simonhead666 and Instagram Simonhead666. And I say, um, yeah, fun times. Uh, apologize for the every other episode um, for the. You know, the less frequency of episodes that are coming out I'm, i apologize uh, i am still working on this lowest and the low documentary i'm a, a one-man show and if you want to contribute and, and help out you can get in touch with me through the contact page on the website epilogue.ca contact yeah always look for help <clears throat> right now i'm kind of looking for some help service to maybe do some story editing out there that does that kind of stuff. I, I would appreciate it. I, I mean, the, the least you know about the band, the better, I think. I think it'd be better. So, everybody, thank you so much for, I've rambled much too long. Happy Family Day, and uh, I hope to see you either next week or the week after. Every other week seems to be like a comfortable thing for me to do uh, for the podcast. And it'll carry on that way until at least June. Once June hits, then I'll probably be on another project, but this podcast might just go twice a month, you know. Just Just be warned listen to Joe Rogan. Oh, no way. Don't do that. Okay. See you all next week. More.